0: Hello, and welcome back to Monocycle, a podcast by Man Repeller, hosted by me, Leandra Medine. I believe that this introduction is becoming somewhat repetitive, and I'd like to test out new modus operandi's, um, but I need your help. I can't do it alone. Isn't that what a sisterhood is all about? Constructive feedback. All right. In this week's episode of Monocycle, what I really want to talk about is the notion of productivity, and I think tonight is an especially interesting night to tackle this topic, seeing as I got home from work around 7.15 and surmised that after I opened the boxes that came, changed into pajamas, washed my face, and made myself dinner, I'd record this episode, be in bed by 9pm, and boom shakalaka, asleep by 915 here we are now at 8.55 p.m. just beginning to record this episode that I was supposed to have done at like 7.15. You know who's not going to be asleep by 9.15? Me. You know why? Because I'm going to be trying to preach to you what I don't practice, which is how to be more productive, and you're going to have to deal with it. So seeing It is Get Your Shit Together Month on Man Repeller, i.e. a month that we are dedicating to bettering ourselves emotionally, physically, mentally, all that fun stuff. I thought that talking about productivity and what actually works in terms of making yourself productive might make for a compelling episode, specifically because both Amelia and myself have engaged in so many different quote-unquote man repeller diets where we've tried to test out different methods that work to help our productivity you might remember that Amelia tried something called the Pomodoro diet. You're on for 20 minutes, off for 10 minutes, on for 20 minutes, off for 10 minutes. And she was able to write that story faster than she's ever written a story because she was implementing the Pomodoro diet. I've done things like practice incessant to-do lists. I used to be extremely inefficient about my to-do lists. I had like a separate notebook for business to-dos and a separate notebook for personal to-dos and a separate notebook for big idea to-dos. And of course, what ends up happening is you lose track of where you're putting all your to-do lists and then you can't find them. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I have nothing to do today until 7.55 PM on a Tuesday when you're like, oh wait, that's funny. I have to do everything. So how do you get yourself to be more productive? This is something I've been thinking about a lot lately. It's also compelled me to think a lot about an interesting and curious millennial experience that I've picked up on in the last six or so months, which is that as a generation, we seem really, really obsessed with self-improvement. It's almost like you enter the senior citizenship of your 20s. And all of a sudden life starts to feel a little bit more real and you kind of don't want to fuck around. And when you do fuck around, you feel sort of guilty about it. And like I can distinctly recall spending one night getting really, really drunk and then ordering four desserts and eating all four top to bottom and then waking up the next morning and needing to catch a flight. And just the entire flight back, I was like, how could I do that to myself? I felt so disrespectful. And it really made me think, so what did I do to combat that feeling? I meditated three times that day, and, Amy? Hi. Oh, my husband just got home. Now this episode about productivity is going to get even more unproductive. Hold on just a moment. Aby, I'm recording an episode of Monocycle. The episode is about productivity. Do you have any tips? Do the difficult things in the earlier part of the day. Oh, that's a good one. Do the hard stuff first. This actually... Brings me to a very important story. When I was really young, I hated brushing my teeth. When I woke up, I loved peeing. Peeing was my favorite. Brushing my teeth was my least favorite. So what I would do was force myself to brush my teeth first so that I could do the fun thing second, which was pee. And so A.B. just essentially took like a very visceral human experience that I've exhibited for years. And I hope you're hearing this, A.B. I'm more productive than you think I am. It's baked into my DNA. He's been taking a human condition that I've experienced since the time I was very young, and he's turned it into a very smart, actionable, and productive tip, right? So let's call that number one. Do the hard stuff first. Like Check the stuff that you really don't want to do off your to-do list first. This way, you can power through the quick and easy stuff immediately following. As a matter of fact, maybe this snowballs into tip number two which is try to do the really quick and easy things before you actually tackle the to-do list. Like I find that I often put email so-and-so person or call doctor on my to-do lists when I could do those things without actually putting them on a list of any sort. I could email the person, I could call the doctor. I just want to feel satisfied by the checkoff, by the deleting from my to-do list. But those are all, those are like transit tasks, right? You can do those when you're, like on the subway or about to listen to your second favorite podcast. Um, so let's call that tip number two, is do the in-transit to-dos while you're in transit. Sometimes you're in the middle of your day and you just can't bring yourself to do the thing because you're so like, antsy and frustrated and, and it's like sunny out and you just want to go outside and go for a walk. I would say that sometimes it's okay to do that. Like, you're probably better suited giving yourself the damn walk. So those are the three tips, right? Those are the three tips I have now is do the hard stuff first. Do the in-transit to-dos while you're in transit. Uh, operate based on a reward system. AB, do you have any more? Oh, here's another one. Here could be tip number four, and this is something that AB does Treat your calendar like a G-dang Bible. Put everything in there. If you know you need to do something, the minute you think it, put it in your calendar so you know it doesn't get lost. This new thing that I've recently started doing is um, after I get off a phone call with someone or after I am extricated from an email conversation, I'll set myself a two-week follow-up reminder to either call or email the person and see how they're doing and how things are going following our conversation. That's been interesting. Since I started doing it two days ago, I haven't actually had to call or follow up with anyone yet, but I'm really excited to see how that goes. I think that there's something very, very thoughtful and underrated about the follow-up. People really appreciate it if it's coming from an authentic and personal place. If you're not following up for, like, to get an invoice paid and you're like, following up to see how someone's doing, that's pretty great. So set calendar reminders, be, ve- be vigilant with your calendar. Treat it like the G dang Bible. And then I guess the the fifth thing I would say, I'm sort of co-opting this pointer from a recent TED talk that I listened to is be mindful. I mean, really rationalize with yourself. If you have to do something and you don't wanna do it and you realize that you're not doing it and you've just spent the past like three hours looking at weird animals on Google search, Ask yourself why you're doing that, what you're doing that for. Think about the actual consequences of not getting the work done, right? It's a Saturday night and I'm really tired, but someone is having a birthday party and romantically and idealistically, I'd love to go to the birthday party, but I'm also exhausted. At this point, I'm confronted with a decision. Do I not be mindful about listening to my body, which is telling me that it's exhausted, and just go to this party? Or do I listen to myself? Do I feel mindful? Do I recognize the consequences of what going out that night will mean? Do I, do I kick FOMO in the ass and just stay home and watch a G-dang movie and like, spray some perfume and close my eyes and pretend that I'm at a spa? I think I want to say that the bottom line and most important part of this episode is that you remember the mindfulness piece. And also that in order to be productive, you have to remember your purpose, you know? So don't just think about getting the task done and doing it to do it. Think about why you're doing it and how that plays into the larger role of your own happiness and your being a better person. Because if you, if you think about the purpose of why you do things, you're going to be much more motivated to complete the tasks, All right, that's all I got for you. A special thanks to ABJ Cohen for providing two of the five tips. And, of course, speaking of fives, you know what kind of ratings we like. So hit me up with them. And please, pray tell, if you want to hear anything on this podcast, share them in the comments, because nothing would make me happier than talking to you voice on voice about what you want to hear and what you want to listen to. So that's all I got. Happy April.